0: The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. Matt, you're having some difficulty uh, in your marriage? Yes.
1: I've been married for about nine years. I've got two wonderful kids. And a few weeks ago, my wife informed me that essentially for the past three years, she's either suppressed or she's not been able to disclose a number of feelings, a number of misgivings she's had for me.
0: Okay. And...
1: Uh, uh, two areas specifically. One is uh, that I've been, I think, too intrusive, too overbearing in her life.
0: Okay. And
1: also that um, I, uh, she thinks I lack ambition. Okay. Um, and so <laughs> my, my issue is how, she's seeking some therapy for some issues she feels like she has. And I'm trying to figure out what I can do while she's going through this. Uh, I love her dearly, and I want the relationship to grow. Uh, uh, not just even continuing on the vein. We've, you know, when you raise kids, obviously, there's pressure from that aspect.
0: Oh, man, uh, there's our- pressure from all aspects. You know, raising <laughs> yeah. kids is, people look at it as, oh, isn't that cute? I want to have a kid. And when they realize it's 24-7, and your only break is typically to get your spouse to take uh, to, uh, to help you out. Uh, That's right. So, um, okay, so th- th- what you're saying is, what can I do? And it yes. sounds like the, one, the a huge mistake that your wife made was to hold in feelings for three years. Because once you hold in, when you hold all the feelings in, they take on a life of their own, and your own partner becomes your enemy. Yes. And yes. she looks at you every instance when you say, Could you do this? Or why did you do that? You become too overbearing, and then her mind's going to collect instances when you're overbearing, and maybe she's not as tuned into instances when you were more gentle. Um, and now there may be some truth in that. Is there some truth that you were too overbearing? Her first complaint.
1: Yes, there is. Um, part of it, I think, had to do with. For years, she was uh, thought she wasn't as pretty as she is, yeah. and I, I remember when we first started dating. And started marrying right after we got married and we'd go to the store and I'd pick out some clothes which showed off her body and she has a wonderful yeah. body and she has over the years realized you know her beauty um but over time I think she viewed my taking an interest in her fashion as I think it, kind of cutting into her independence yeah. and you know I viewed it, my motivation was to flatter her And I probably went overboard.
0: Okay. It's typically, from a guy's point of view, I may not be speaking for you, but typically what I hear is that it's not only to flatter her, but it's to get turned on, to feel it's a win-win situation. If the woman feels (laughs) in the mood, but if she doesn't feel in the mood, you just become another chore on her to-do list. You know, if she wears the sexy clothes, then (laughs) it's going to have a wonderful effect on you from your vantage point, but not from hers and right. it undermines sex so uh clothes become not often they're not such a neutral uh a, a neutral choice even if they're well meaning so the the key is to have that type of a conversation and to openly listen to her without a lot of yes buts but you know tell me more and how, how else did you feel and when else did you feel this and let her start to get out that three years worth of pain that she's held now beware you definitely need
1: hey i gotta interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills 30 seconds that's it a very quick ad and then alan will be back romance (laughs) i wish i knew more about what girls want from a relationship well i wish i knew more about what i want where's that ad i saw here it is the selfish path to romance a serious romance guidebook Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com and buy it at Amazon.com. Huh, the selfish path to romance. That is interesting.
0: Start to get out that three years' worth of pain that she's held. Now, beware, you definitely need to put on a seatbelt.
1: Yes, it (laughs) already
0: Because, And you need to put a very sweet Band-Aid over your mouth. (laughs) <laughs> and um, to because it is so easy to k- jump in with the yes, but you don't understand. No, I wasn't doing it. No, you don't. Un- you you got me all wrong. You know th- it, we want to defend ourselves, but we're in a much more powerful position if we actively listen to what our partner says. So if I understand it, like my husband at one point several years back told me that I I just seem to have become more nagging towards him. And the painful truth was that it rang true to me. It was a real opening, you know, awakening for me. And so I listened to him. I said, could you give me some examples of it? And then I started catching my own examples. It's like, oh, my God, I just uh-huh. told you. Could you couldn't could you have parked a little bit further away from that other car? It would be easier for me to open the door. And I thought, I'm nagging him. Did I really need to say that I can get out? Uh-huh. And. So I so one of the ways you can look at marriage is as an opportunity for two people to grow together. I grew tremendously by learning about that, that that character trait in myself that I didn't love. And you can do that for yourself too. If you've been too overbearing, listen to her and learn and use it selfishly to change something in yourself that makes yourself a better partner for your wife or anyone, but assuming you're staying married, for your wife. Yeah. And the second thing, she said you lack ambition. Is there any truth to that?
1: Uh, no. I think there, uh, she's confusing ambition and assertiveness.
0: Okay. Um, I
1: am very ambitious. I've admitted to her and others that at times, for various reasons, I, have, I haven't communicated um, what I need to communicate at the right time,
0: okay, can and, you give me a safe example? We don't have to go into sex here, but uh, a safe e- <laughs> oh, I,
1: yeah, you know with respect to my professional career, okay. um, given that I've had two kids and they're both very young,
0: yeah,
1: I've kind of weighed the context of whether I should approach you know the company about monetary issues the responsibility issues
0: yeah
1: um, I, I work from home, um, and that's been a blessing and a burden, yeah. Um, you yeah know, I can now i 'm in a position now to to work outside, but i 've kind of held back some positions I should have taken probably
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that 's frustrating my wife because she sees me kind of mired down the mud rather than advancing my career
0: okay, so she would need to learn how to be lovingly supportive and be a good listener for you because if she were a good um, almost canvas to, for you to paint your thoughts on. You could, sh- she, you might, um... E- she, You might hear, or she might hear you say, you know, I'm afraid to take this job because I want to be around for the kids and to help you out, and yet I'd also like to take this job. And she would just be there to help you think it through without her doing the thinking for you. That's another area of listening skills that can help a partner. I know a lot of times when I've come in and said to my husband, well, what do you think I should do? And part of me wants him to tell me what to do. and. <laughs> Uh, And another part of me just loves the way he handles it, and both of us have learned this skill over time. We didn't have this when we first got married, Uh, but... What I learned to do was, or what we both learned to do, was just to do what's called active listening. So what are your thoughts about it, honey? And what else have you thought? And what, what are your reasons for wanting to do it? What you know, what are your reasons for not wanting to do it? And you help guide the thinking, but you don't do the thinking for the other person. So listen, I, I hope that helps. You can get my book, The Selfish Path to Romance, How to mm-hmm. Love with Passion and Reason. Because we talk about conflict resolution. We talk about how to keep a marriage going over many years, which is what you're trying to do. So thank Thank you you. so very much for the call, Matt, and I wish you the best.
1: Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And here's a little more from Dr. Kenner.
0: Stay with all of us and enjoy the party. You have been talking to father. Your father would like me to be composed and to join in the conversation. Yes. I can't, Aunt Lavinia. Oh dear, perhaps you don't try sufficiently. Oh, I do. There's nothing that means more to me than that. I have sat here in my room and made notes of the things I should say and how I should say them. But when I am in company, it seems that no one could want to listen to me. And that is an amazing story. That The story is the heiress. And she's trying to please her father. She's trying to say what other people want her to say. She's trying to compose the right things to say. And she is at war with herself because she doesn't enjoy this. She doesn't want to force herself into a mold that isn't her. Are you doing that to yourself so in some form in your own life? If you are, you want to think again. You want to figure out how to rescue yourself, how to be true to yourself. It's one of the hardest things that any of us can do. And when we earn our own self-respect, when we have integrity, it, it is a wonderful, wonderful feeling. And that's one of the things we work towards on my show, The Rational Basis of Happiness.
1: For more Dr. Kenner podcast, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad.
0: Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, The Serious Romance Guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner. Emotions can be understood consciously, but only through introspection, by focusing inward on our own mental contents and processes. Subconscious thoughts can be brought into awareness. For example, Bill thinks, Aaron's flirting with my wife and I'm feeling fear. Why? I'm worried she'll divorce me. If Bill had more self-confidence, his reaction might be quite different, such as, I like that my wife is attractive, and she's probably enjoying the attention from Aaron, but that's no threat to me because we deeply value one another and feel worthy of each other's love. Introspection is a learned skill. Without it, you're doomed to feel at the mercy of mysterious, ever-changing emotions, but with practice, you can become very good at it. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com. And you can buy the book at Amazon.com.